So when it comes to managing your money, there are some things that you can do that will literally save you thousands of dollars. Now, four things that you do need to pay attention to, of course, is how are you making that money? How are you spending it? How are you saving it? And how are you investing it? Now, when we look at how we spend our money, it's always best to use a budget planner. So budgeting comes into play. But I'm not the type of person who likes to write things down or to keep up with every single purchase I make. So one thing that I do use, and these are two websites that you can use, mint.com and personalcapital.com. So both mint.com and personalcapital.com are online budget trackers slash online budget planners. Now the cool thing about these is that they're both free to sign up for. And once you're signed in, you can connect all your accounts. So for example, you can connect your checking accounts, your savings accounts, your credit cards, and even your investment accounts. Once you're signed in and you have all those connected, you have a plethora of information about your income, your spending. You can also track your net worth. And of course, if you're like me, you have multiple checking accounts, you have multiple savings accounts. You might also have a couple of different investment accounts because myself, I have a 401k. I have a Roth IRA. I also have traditional brokerage accounts. Now, it's hard to keep up with everything, like how much I'm spending money and what my investment accounts look like, but everything connected to Mint and personal capital, it gives me one particular view that I can just log in and I can see how much I'm making, how much I'm losing. I can see my net worth which is a lot easier to track than logging into each individual account, whether it might be a checking account or a savings account and trying to keep up with all my expenses. And another cool feature about Mint and even personal capital is that you can set up goals. So if you have a goal of saving money for a down payment on a house or even a goal for a down payment on a car, you can set that up within the system. And of course, you can log in online but they also have the app that you can download on your phone and besides setting up goals you can also set your bills up in the platform so you can log in see which bills you need to pay and you can also set it up that whenever a bill comes due you will get a alert or you will get a message on your phone so you're always in a position that you, like you have no excuse of being late for paying a bill now you might be thinking okay Giovanni, this is pretty awesome these tools i'm going to use them they're free but how are these companies actually making money so for example mint mint makes money because they're pretty much doing affiliate marketing so if you log into the platform there is a tab that you can go to which is ways to save if you click on that tab you'll see some recommendations particularly for you based on your spending habits and your income and what I've noticed mostly is that the recommendations are for mostly credit cards, home loans, car loans, personal loans, even life insurance. But that's where Mint is making the bulk of their money. And personal capital, they make money based on their management. So they can manage your account. So if you have assets over 100,000 or your investment accounts are over a million, you can sign up to have them manage your assets. Now, they will manage it for a fee. I don't do it. I just stick with the free versions of both Mint and Personal Capital. Now, if you are somebody who's self-employed or you are a small business owner or you might just have multiple streams of income, 
or even you might have a YouTube channel and you're making a little bit of money from your YouTube channel, one website that I highly recommend is QuickBooks. Yes, you will have to pay for QuickBooks, which is like 10 bucks or 15 bucks or even 20 bucks a month, but it saves you a lot of hassle when it comes to trying to keep up with all your income and expenses for your side hustles or even being a small business owner. And myself, I have multiple streams of income. So I make money by selling audiobooks, print books, ebooks, I sell shirts. I have my YouTube channel, of course, and probably a couple of other sources that I forgot about. Now, it's a pain to keep up with everything that I do for all these different ventures, how much money I'm making, how much money I'm spending. And QuickBooks allows me to just log into one platform and punch in all my income and expenses, and it keeps up with everything. So when it comes to tax time, I have all my information documented. So a very cool feature about QuickBooks is that if you enter in all your income and expenses, you can then print out a voucher that you just fill out and you send it to the IRS. Of course, you have to pay your taxes quarterly on income that's not reported. So having that feature alone saves me a lot of money. And the 10 bucks, the 15 bucks that you spend every month for QuickBooks, you can deduct that from your business expenses. So it's pretty much free. And also, if you're the type of entrepreneur that goes on business trips or even does business dinners, you can track all that in QuickBooks, even the miles. QuickBooks has a feature for you to track miles. So definitely keep all your receipts. So if you're doing a business trip, keep that receipt because you can upload that receipt into QuickBooks and that will apply to your expenses. Now let's make a shift and talk about credit cards because I do feel that a lot of people are not utilizing credit cards the correct way. Now when I use credit cards, I pay off my balance in full every single month. Now I also have cashback rewards or cashback cards, so I'm pretty much getting free money. Most of my cashback rewards are in the 1-2%, to so every time when I'm using my credit card, I'm getting 2% cash back, which is pretty much free money that I can apply to either my credit card payments or when I'm buying something on Amazon, I can also apply that cash back to my Amazon purchases. Now, besides the cash back credit cards, you also have credit cards that will grant you air miles. Now, I have some friends who like the air miles. I'm more of a cash back rewards type of person, but I do have friends that like air miles more. And they've been able to go on flights pretty much for free because of their credit cards. Another benefit of utilizing credit cards the correct way is that you're pretty much getting a free loan for a couple of weeks, 30 days to be exact. So you spend money now and within 30 days you will have to pay that back, but it's pretty much money that you've been loaned. Now, the good thing about that is that life happens. So for example, you might get into an emergency so you might have to go to the hospital you might have to go to the doctor your car might break down and you might not have the money on you at that moment so you could use a credit card to fund that emergency and then within those 30 days you can pay that money back like I said pay it back in full because you don't want to start paying money on interest so another way that I use my credit cards of course is to build up my credit score so while I'm paying all my credit cards in full every single month, it looks good on my credit score and my credit reports. 
and also I always apply to have my limit increased on my credit cards so I might start with a $10,000 limit but after about six months to a year I apply to get my credit limit increased and it might increase to 20,000 I try to increase it every single six months every single year and the cool thing about that is that once I have a big limit let's say 50k I might only utilize 10% or less of that limit which also makes me look good on my credit scores and my credit report which increases my credit score pretty much and staying on the subject of credit reports and credit scores definitely go to the website annualcreditreport.com which is a free website and you can look at your credit report from three different companies Experian, TransUnion and Equifax and by law you have access to these three reports because there's a lot of identity theft that's happening out in the real world and it's always good to check your credit report because when I look at it I can see all my payments so when I was late when I was on time and I can see it going all the way back to when I first had my credit so that's always a good thing to check because you do want to make sure that your identity has not been stolen and you can check these three reports only once a year so you can log into the website and check all three at one time or you can space them out you might want to check out one the first half of the year and you want to check out the other two the second half of the year it's how you want to do it i usually just log in at the end of the year and check all three and make sure that all my information is correct and up to date now let's talk about some money managing tips that can save you thousands of dollars now this is one that I had to learn the hard way but you want to buy high quality products so what am I talking about I always had a mindset like okay I want to buy something affordable something that's cheap because I don't want to spend a lot of money but usually what ends up happening is because I bought the cheaper version is that it usually doesn't last that long or it breaks within a year or two so for example back a couple of years ago I would buy like the cheapest Dell computers they were only like 300 bucks and they would always end up breaking at exactly one year and I could never figure it out so I bought two or three I think I bought two and they would always break at that one year mark so I told myself, you know what, I'm not going to worry about buying these cheap computers. I'm just going to buy a higher quality laptop. And I ended up buying a MacBook, which I had to spend over $1,000, of course. But that MacBook, I bought it in 2017 and I'm still using it up to this day. So it's been over, it's been what, four years, three or four years now, and it still works fine. Also, think about something like a headphone. I always always wanted to buy the cheaper versions of the headphones so I would go on AliExpress or any website that I could find cheap headphones even Amazon I'd buy them they would last me for maybe a month or two and then they would break so instead of buying the cheap versions of products go for a high quality product because in the long run it will cost you less money of course and it will be less of a hassle Another tip that you can utilize is to sell any items that you might have laying around in your house. Sell them on eBay. So what I used to do, I used to go to my grandparents' house and you know, older people, they always collect a lot of stuff. Like to me, it's useless. But when I looked at some of the things that they had and they had to sell some of this stuff, I did the research and I was able to sell 
some of those items on eBay and make a pretty good profit. If you have any items that you're not using anymore, any things in the house or even in your garage, jump on eBay, see if you can sell it for a profit. Next tip is to go grocery shopping on a full stomach. So whenever you go grocery shopping on an empty stomach, you are more than likely to buy more stuff, buy more groceries, buy more crap pretty much because you're buying it on an empty stomach. Whenever I'm grocery shopping, I'm always aware of that. So I always eat before I go grocery shopping. Whenever you're buying anything online, make sure you're using coupon websites. So the website that I like to use is retailmenot.com, but there's also a Chrome extension called Honey and Honey saves you money. That should be their slogan. So what Honey pretty much does, if you have the Chrome extension downloaded, you might go to a website like Amazon and it will tell you what the best price is for the product that you want to buy. Cool feature, and this is something that I've been using when it comes to Honey, is that Honey tracks the price of the item that you want to buy. So I bought these old shoes for about 30 bucks on Amazon and I just recently checked and I checked the price tracker and they dropped to $8.99. So that's a cool feature that Honey has that I always utilize. So definitely check out coupon sites and Honey. Buying lottery tickets. So I'm not the type of person who likes to buy lottery tickets. I would rather take that money and invest it. So playing the lottery game, it's fun because it's pretty exciting, but it's also to me kind of a waste of time because even if you're spending a buck, five bucks, 10 bucks, you can take that money and open up a Robinhood account and you can start investing with that dollar, like literally with that dollar because you can buy fractional shares. And even if you buy a dividend paying company, you get a fraction of the dividend. So you are playing a different game. You're not playing the lottery game, but you're playing the stock market game. And the cool thing about this is that while you're playing the stock market game, you're actually learning how the stock market works compared to when you're buying lottery tickets, you're just buying a lottery ticket and you're crossing your fingers, hoping for the best. When you invested in the stock market, you're actually investing for your future, you're building wealth, and you're learning along the way how the stock market works. So of course, managing our money, that's something that each one of us has to do. It's not a fun thing to do. The last thing I wanna do is look how much money I spent and then cut back on expenses. But definitely, if you can track your expenses, you are gonna be a lot more financially aware and financially literate. Thank you for listening to my podcast on stock market investing. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you can find by searching my name, Giovanni Richters. Also, be sure to check out my books and audiobooks on stock market investing. I'll catch you in the next episode.